Hello and welcome into this Fizz Instant Reaction space, taking you through Tennessee's 73-56 victory over Syracuse. The first loss of the season for the Orange comes at the hands of the seventh-ranked Volunteers. They fall to 3-1. Hello, everybody. I'm Liam Griffin here on behalf of Orange Fizz tonight. And I'm going to be honest, this game played out exactly how I thought it would. I didn't expect Tennessee to come right out of the gates and blow Syracuse out the wayside. As a matter of fact, Tennessee, I mean, Syracuse rather, held an eight-point lead at one point. It was 19-11, to a little under halfway into the first half. But from there, the Volunteers started to call their way back, went on a quick 7-0 run as soon as they went down by eight eventually tied it at 21 before taking a 26-24 lead with two minutes to go in the first half that ultimately Tennessee would not relinquish, built it up to five, then built it up to 10 about a minute and a half into the second half, 11, I should say. And Syracuse got back into it, went on an 8 nothing run over about a three-minute stretch to cut the deficit to three, but Syracuse got no closer. It was, an eight, it was a three-point game with about eight and a half minutes to go but Tennessee just kept on building from there en route to a 73-56 victory. And the big thing I, that jumps out to me on the box score is because this game, a 17-point Tennessee victory, it, it was a lot. I think it, this game was a lot closer than the final box score would ultimately indicate, but it all comes down to free throws, not just in attempts, but percentages. Tennessee shot 27 free throws to Syracuse's 17. The Volunteers had committed 12 fouls to the Orange's 21 fouls. SU had five players with at least three fouls. Judah Minson, Malik Brown had four. J.J. Starling, Chris Bell, and Benny Williams all had three. Kyle Cuff had two. So this was, an op- this was a game where the Orange had opportunities to win it, but were a little too aggressive for their own good. And against a team like the seventh-ranked Volunteers, you can't help but be aggressive. But at the same time, you want to lay back a little bit because a good team like Tennessee is going to knock down its free throws. And that's exactly what it did. 20 of 27 from the charity stripe on the whole today, just under 75%. This in a game where no one really shot particularly well for either side. Tennessee was 24 of 60 from the field. Syracuse 21 of 60. So not much of a difference there, especially when you consider that SU had one more three-pointer made than Tennessee, but the Volunteers made 20 free throws, the Orange just eight. Eight of 17, that is. This was a game where up until, you know, the last little stretch when Tennessee went on a late run to close it, the Volunteers went on a 12-0 run over the last 248 to win the game. So really, this game wasn't a blowout or even decided until, until that last stretch when the Volunteers really broke it open. So it was a very close game up until the three-minute mark. In fact, SU was down by five with 2.48 to go. Nine free throw misses in that in this game. Nine. Judah Mintz was 6 for 10. Chris Bell, 0 for 1. Naheem McLeod, 1 for 4. Boy, are his free, throw, his free throws are going to be something to watch over the course of the year. J.J. Starling, 1 for 2. J.J. Starling struggled with free throws against Canisius a few weeks ago. He was just one for five in that game. And now you're starting to see it come big picture. Brent Dax of Syracuse.com has a wonderful thing that he likes to tweet out a lot. Hashtag free throws matter. And this, and this game proved it, right? When the Orange were in it, they were down because they couldn't make free throws. They couldn't make their free throws. They missed their free throws throughout the game. That ultimately proves costly in a 73-56 loss 
to seventh ranked Tennessee. And again, a game that was closer than the final score would lead me to believe. I'm Liam Griffin here recapping the game. And it was it was a very confounding game for Judah Mintz because he didn't make a field goal until the first half. Just two This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Points over the first 20 minutes, both of which came from the charity stripe. Just not an overall great day for him. 4 of 14 from the field, 6 of 10 from the free throw line. They, uh, W8ER student broadcaster said that Judah Mintz has been among the best in the country in terms of getting to the free throw line, at least among Division One athletes. But you got to make them when you get the opportunity. And he's just 6 for 10 from the free throw line today. That's four free, four free points right down the drain. And we saw him start to get more aggressive once the second half hit. Started to convert on his field goal. Started out the day one for nine, unless I'm mistaken. And wasn't a great day for J.J. Starling either. He was four of 13 from the field. Chris Bell kept his hot streak going. He was seven of 13, had 16 points on two of five shooting from the free throw line. Still only got one rebound. That's going to continue to be a talking point for Chris Bell, whether or not he's rebounding the basketball. Especially if Justin Taylor continues to crash the glass like he has been. Seven boards for the Charlottesville, Virginia native. Didn't find the scoreboard today, but at the end of the day, if you're rebounding the basketball, Adrian Autry is not going to complain if you're putting up zero points. If you're continuing to rebound the basketball, if Chris Bell's not scoring and he's not rebounding, then what Then what do you make of that? Because if Justin Taylor's rebounding, and if both of them aren't scoring and Taylor's rebounding, it changes things up quite a bit. Let's hit on Benny Williams. Third game of the second game of the season, I should say for the now junior after he missed the last exhibition in the first regular season games due to a team and post suspension. Comes out of the gates red hot with eight quick points, including two makes from beyond the arc, then kind of disappears late in the game. That's always been the thing with Benny Williams. It's been that consistency. But overall, overall, I think a positive day for Benny Williams. A 73-56 loss to 7th ranked Tennessee. Liam Griffin here with you. Free throws the big score story in terms of number attempted. Tennessee held a 10-shot edge. And how SU shot when it got those opportunities. Just 8 of 17 from the free throw line. And when I look at this game, I think to myself, yeah, you wanted to stop Dalton Connect coming in. He was Tennessee's big gun. Got Succumbed to a cramp at one point in the second half. But still dropped 17 points, 6 of 13 shooting, 3 of 4 from beyond the arc. He was... He was pictured coming in as a three-level scorer, and that's exactly what he was, right? He was the guy you had to stop. And when he was healthy and on the court, SU had a difficult time doing it in a 73-56 loss to Tennessee. So where does this leave us going forward? 0-1 in the Maui slate. You still got two games left down down in Honolulu, I should, should say. Losing my train of thought. We don't know who SU's opponent is yet. It's going to be either Purdue or Gonzaga at 2.30 Eastern time, 9.30 Hawaii time tomorrow. And it's only going to get tougher. I would argue it's only going to get tougher from here because you're going to get a team that played a fellow top 11, top 12 team, let's say top 12, in the in game one. And you're playing, and from a Syracuse perspective, your competition doesn't get any easier because if you get Purdue, you get Zach Eady, the 7-4 big man reigning Naismith Player of the Year. And if you get Gonzaga, you're getting an extremely well-coached team that's probably going to come in pretty angry after losing to Purdue. Either way, the competition is not going to get any easier. This was pegged as one of the toughest fields of all time. 
And boy, oh boy, Syracuse learning that learning that the hard way. It will get one of Tennessee, or I should say one of Purdue or Gonzaga tomorrow after a loss to Tennessee. 73-56 was the final score today. The Orange dropped to 3-1 and one on the season and will head to the loser's bracket of the Maui Invitational being played on the island of Oahu in Honolulu at the Civic at the home gym of the University of Hawaii. 73-56 your final. Tennessee takes down Syracuse. I'm Liam Griffin. This has been a Fizz Instant Reaction. Stay tuned for full coverage of tomorrow's game. And as always, go Orange.